Hi, everybody. Welcome to Sophia with an F. Merry Xmas, Merry Kwanzaa, and Merry Crupmas. <laughs> and Mary Sloopmas. I am so fucking excited to do this hotline episode. This is my new favorite thing in the entire world. Even when I'm not working, I'm going to be listening to these shits because you guys are out of your minds. The support from you guys is really unparalleled and has really touched my heart. I mean it. So let's start with the very first one. I fucking hate you, you fucking waste. You are so desperate and disgusting. You have the biggest fucking head. You're so annoying. was way fucking better. You're disgusting. You're annoying. You're fucking ugly as shit. Your podcast fucking sucks, and so do you. <clears throat> You're a bitch. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You know what? Everyone is entitled to their opinion. Charlotte McKinney from Wisconsin, address 213. <laughs> That's what I fucking should have done to you, bitch. Okay. You know what? No. I feel like that was very rude, but it was also very funny, and I understand the big head thing. I mean, I don't understand personally. I know Albert Einstein had a huge forehead. I know nothing about that at all. <laughs> my hats are always way too big on my head because my forehead is so tiny. I wish I could get a bigger forehead and get laser hair removal around the scalp. <laughs> Guys, I'm joking. I do have a big forehead. And you know what? That means I have a bigger brain than your little tiny pea brain. Minnesota, Wisconsin, Charlotte, motherfucker. Um, guys, every single person has left the chat, but I <laughs> promise you the rest of the episode, it's only positivity from here. I swear to God. And you know what? There's really not that much to say. You're kind of a psychotic bitch. And I actually know exactly, exactly what you need. <clears throat> Besides a facial and a bikini wax and lip injections and tit implants and a father and a job and a self-esteem. Bye-bye, bitch. You are psychotic. And I actually know exactly what you fucking need. And it's better help. H-E-L-P. Have you ever noticed how celebrities have brighter, wider looking eyes? Their makeup artists have a little secret in their kit. Lumify Redness Reliever Eye Drops. Lumify dramatically reduces redness in just one minute. It literally happens right before your eyes to help them look brighter, whiter, and more awake for up to eight hours. No wonder it's so loved by influencers, celebrities, and makeup artists and has over 6,000 five-star reviews on Amazon. Lumify is also the number one eye doctor recommended redness reliever eye drop and it's FDA approved. No bleach, no dyes. 
Plus, it's made by the eye care experts at Bausch & Lomb. So whether you're on set, on a date, or running on just a few hours of sleep, you can have eyes that look brighter and whiter with Lumify eye drops. When you try it, you'll see that it's what your eyes have been looking for. Check out LumifyEyes.com to learn more. Hey, Sophia, a big time fan of your podcast. I'm just calling for some advice on something embarrassing that I did with my girlfriend. Um, So basically, long story short, I had had her sleeping over at my apartment to take a nap after a long night of drinking. And I got up way before her, so I had the urge to fart. And I pulled down my pants and farted on her. I didn't think she'd wake up, but she did. And she got really pissed and left. And she's just not returning my calls or texts. Just wondering how you'd go about that. I feel like you have to be a repeat offender because pulling down the pants. Like, that gave you away. And I really just... I want to help you, but I'm just thinking about how your farts smelled after a huge night of drinking, which you made sure to include. And I'm like, this Svedka fart. That's how my mom would always catch me in high school <laughs> drinking. Like a fucking natty light fart. You had a fratty fireball fart. Fratty fireball farter, tongue twister. Everyone try it at home. Um, yeah, I just don't think I can help you, buddy. Because honestly, I just don't believe you. And I think this is your fetish at the end of the day. And I think take ownership and fart away. Considering <laughs> that was premeditated murder, I think leave her the fuck alone. <laughs> leave her alone. Move on. Stop texting her and... Have a great day. Bye. Hey, Sophia. Um, so I was just wondering, what is the best angle to get when you're, you know, masturbating and you want to send to a guy? I just want to know the real trick shot that you have. Let me know. Love you. Love you. Okay, I feel like this is a really great question because unfortunately a lot of women don't want to put their vagina on blast. And what I mean by that is they don't feel comfortable or they're fine with it, but they like don't want it in a video. Girls do not want to see their vagina on video or in a picture or even in the fucking mirror. So I understand how this can be difficult. And there's two things. I talked to one of my really good guy friends about this one because I have my own way. And then he told me something that he had seen that he liked. Foot on the tub. I personally find it repulsive anytime you take any type of nude in a fucking bathroom setting, but... I guess men don't care, obviously. Actually, that makes sense because why the fuck would they? They only see tits and ass. She, he said, foot on the tub. But the reason that he liked it is because you could see her ass also. And he said, no offense to girls, but a vagina is just not that interesting. No offense, but vaginas are just not that interesting looking. 
which I found interesting myself. But you said they're really just not that interesting to look at at all. And seeing the ass in the background, like an addition, like an ornament on a Christmas tree, that is really what takes it home. So essentially what you're doing is like the, you're holding your phone or your Polaroid camera underneath your pussy. You know what I'm saying? And it's, the shot is up your vagina, obviously. And I think when you're taking the picture from below like that, yes, your ass tends to look really fucking good. And they get to get, you know, the pussy shot and maybe even the tits show up in there. Like, it kind of shows off the whole bod. So I totally get where he's coming from. I actually just remembered something. When I was in college, I was dating this dude. We weren't, like, we weren't even really that serious. I don't know. I can't really remember. Anyways, he asked for a nude, and I was so excited, actually, because slew, and um, I sent him my tits. That's what I did, and I remember he responded, and he was like, uh, like, that's child's play, LOL. Let me see your pussy and make sure the lips are spread. And that really just always traumatized me. And I don't think I ever spoke to him again. But, like, for some reason, it really freaked me out. I think after that moment, I was a little bit I might have even been in high school, to be honest. But it was also just, like, a senior and I was, like, a junior or some shit. Whatever. It doesn't matter. The point is, it kind of traumatized me. And I just thought that was the most vulgar thing ever. Now I'm just like, spread them. Spread the ass cheeks, spread the lips, spread the legs, spread it all. And when I say spread the lips, I do mean my pussy lips. And I'm talking about my one wizard sleeve. My labia that dangles down to the flow. And the other one that's sitting up tight, right and bright. Just kidding, I actually don't have that, but I overheard someone calling it a wizard sleeve one time, talking about this girl's vagina, and I thought that was such a cute way to describe it. Ladies, whatever you have, put the two fingers down there, and um, this is real advice now. I have done it where you better fucking make sure you have a manicure. Thank you. And I prefer to do a video over a picture it just I thought my vagina just ended up looking better that way and um I just took it laying down and I just kind of showed you know my two fingers running down my pussy and then yeah just kind of spreading my lips and just kind of playing around and touching my clit and whatever else you know So that is, from my perspective, we got to hear from um, his perspective. He also said she, like, was, like, spitting on her hand in this video slash picture that she took of her pussy and was, like, rubbing it on her nipples. I don't know. He was just, like, a vagina is, it's just kind of an open flesh wound and there's just nothing that interesting about it, to which I said... I promise you dicks are way less interesting, but whatever. What a real Geronimo. Let's listen to the next one. So I cracked an egg down my boyfriend's pants during an argument. 
I'm trying to wash his khakis. I know he shouldn't be wearing khakis, but he's wearing khaki pants. And um, I'm in a tough spot. Help. Okay. <laughs> I'm fucking dying. Um, it was a little muffled, but essentially what I'm understanding is you cracked an egg onto your boyfriend and then he was wearing khakis and you understand that that is completely inappropriate which I agree and then you said you had to wash the pants and you just don't know what to do about it if I were to look into the DSM and figure out what is going on here I feel like I have no fucking clue what to tell you because I don't know what the fuck that voicemail was. And uh, happy eggnog. Hey, Sophia. I was once at a party for my friend and I got a little tipsy and I started hooking up with this guy I hooked up with before. And like the first time we hooked up, terrible. Like really, really awful. Probably the worst sex of my life. He was a head pusher. That's all he wanted was head. He had sex for maybe, maybe two minutes. And it was just terrible. And so we were going to give it another shot. And so we went out to my car and we started hooking up. And apparently everyone at this party found out about it. And they surrounded my car and were shining their flashlights in. This guy takes the blanket, completely covers himself up. Like, I'm naked, covers himself up. So I'm just, like, left there, hanging, not sure what to do. So I take, like, a corner of it, and I try and cover myself as best as I can. And then people start rocking the car and trying to get in. And next thing I know, there's people on top of my car just jumping on it. And I just didn't know what to do, and they didn't stop. I had to get dressed and go out and, like, get them away. It was terrible. I ended up leaving that night. Just, like, oh, it was so bad. Probably the worst sex of my life, to be honest. But, yeah, that's just one of my little stories. Hope you enjoy. Bye. Uh, I don't even know what to say, but... I do know what to fucking say. There, are, uh, There's a thesis, middle, beginning, and an entire novel that should be devoted to this question. But as quickly as I can, number one, head pusher. When men do this to me, I slap their little disgusting hands away. Just kidding. It's always the guys that last two minutes that are the head pushers because they know if they insert the penis into your vagina, they will explode in 10 seconds rather than 45. And I think what you do in that situation is you grind your teeth on that bitch up and down, slide it all around. But that wasn't the main point of the question. The main thing is the fucking car hookup. Okay. First of all, I want to know what neighborhood that was in because I need to visit because I feel like the parties are wild and that's where I belong. Secondly, it is no surprise that this dude grabbed the blanket off of your naked body to cover his big ass nipples. Nick Jonas. (laughs) Just kidding. He used a blanket to cover his penis and left you naked Oh my God, I would fucking kill a bitch. 
Which actually leads me to a bigger question. What body part would you cover up first, ladies? Would it be the tits or the vagina? Because for me, I would just like cross my legs and I feel like you couldn't really see the vagina. So I'd cover the tits. Or maybe I would like hurry pancake over. (gasps) That's what I would do. I'd pancake over and put the blanket over my butt. Then this girl tells us that all of the people from the party rushed the car, were taking pictures on their phones, um, and then started rocking the car back and forth and jumping on the hood of the car while she is laying there bare ass naked and that little loser of a guy, that little weasel is covering himself with a blanket. Like, are we in Pocahontas? Savages, savages, barely even human. Like, these people sound like straight up fucking barbarians. Damn. But I kind of, it reminds me of every single rap video I've ever seen ever. And low-key, like, I want to go to some shit where people are doing that. But fuck all of you guys for doing that. That's so fucked up. And girl, please message me because I need to send you some merch and a blanket. Good luck. Look, you've had a long day. Your boss is annoying you. Your boyfriend is accusing you of something you didn't even do. And your sibling is asking you for money. That's like an everyday thing for me. While I don't have all the answers, I do know that we have the power to change any situation we're in, in a flash, in a snap. We can turn it into a celebration and a little glass of wine is just the thing to turn your day around sometimes. But of course, you just realized you ran out of everything. Luckily for you, our friends over at DoorDash have you covered. If you're in the mood to treat yourself or just want to make sure you are always hostess with the mostess ready, DoorDash is your go-to without you having to move from your couch. And it's convenient. Do you know how heavy a handle of tequila is? How about five of them? Exactly. Plus, the alcohol selection at DoorDash is top-notch. You will find what you're looking for. Beer, wine, mixers, and even mocktails for the non-alcoholic girlies can be delivered straight to your door. So get your drinks in hand without lifting a finger with DoorDash. And use code SOFIA24 to get 25% off up to a $15 value when you spend $35 or more on drinks through DoorDash. For eligible users only, terms apply, must be 21 plus to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets. Can you feel it, Sloots? The days are getting warmer and spring has officially sprung, which means spring break is here. Which, for the older folk, that basically means people are going outside, they're staying outside, and they are staying out way longer. But the thing is, who wants to deal with those post-party struggles? I know I don't. 
I mean, I quite literally and physically can't at this stage in my life. And that's where my spring break essential comes in, which is Taste Salute. Say goodbye to the Sunday scaries with Taste Salute's hydrating drink mixes. Listen, I started my spring break a little bit early last weekend when my best friend Allie came to town and we had a night or two on the town and how I felt honestly come Monday morning was better than any spring break party you can imagine. And that is a rare occurrence for me and has only started happening since I've started drinking Taste Salute religiously. Because unlike those big name brands we all know, Salud knocks it out of the park with their one-of-a-kind flavors. I'm drinking one right now. And no, it's not because I plan on drinking any kind of alcohol, but just because I'm trying to get hydrated and energized. I'm obviously drinking the horchata flavor, but you get to enjoy flavors like cucumber lime, hibiscus, and they even have mocktails now. Say hello to Paloma and Strawberry Margarita. Filled with electrolytes and vitamins that support hydration and boost immunity with less sugar. I'm talking only one gram of sugar per stick. This is exactly what you need to get your Sunday fun day going, regardless of what the rest of the day entails. And here's the best part. They're sharing the love with all of my listeners. Enjoy 10% off your first purchase with the code SOFIA10 at checkout. That's S-O-F-I-A and the number 10 at TaySalude.com. Cheers to health this spring break season with TaySalude. Hey, Sophia. So I have a story. Um, when I was in college, I dated a major fuckboy. But, of course, at the time, thought I was so in love with him. Um, we worked at the same bar. So, long story short, I found out he cheated on me with another girl that we bartended with. And completely unrelated, but the girl's name was Vicky. Which, like, don't they always cheat on you with fucking Vicky? Anyway, wrote me a beautiful letter to get me back. And I was an idiot, so it worked. I was so proud of this letter. It was so beautiful. I showed it to all my friends. Um, One of my friends showed her boyfriend, like, hey, look at this sweet thing that so-and-so's man did for her. Like, why don't you ever do anything nice for me like this? Well, he listens to the letter, and he says, that sounds really familiar. They Google a few lines from it. Basically, the whole letter was completely plagiarized. Um, I don't know if anyone watches Californication. I definitely don't. But the guy I'd been dating at the time was obsessed with it. And I guess in one of the episodes, he writes this long letter. It's like a season finale to the character that he's in love with. And I shit you not, the guy I was dating plagiarized that word for word changed a few small details to make it about the city we lived so that's my story no fucking way dog 
Holy shit. Okay. Uh, oh my god, I want to hate this guy so bad because, like, I can just imagine you reading that letter and dying from secondhand embarrassment. I'm really not trying to be a bitch. Like, I mean, I've been cheated on, but, like, just when it slowly started to dawn on you that it was word for word copied and pasted from this show, Californication. It would be from that show. Like the whole entourage, bottom of the barrel, douchebag, frat bro, Brad. You know, that watches entourage every fucking day with a giant Yeti and a Patagonia vest. Like, disgusting. But at the same time, I kind of have to hand it to him. Like, this kind of is brilliant. And I'm just thinking to myself, like... All of the times that I needed to apologize for something that I did where I fucked up, I could have just copied and pasted from somewhere. I mean, if this guy is getting, like, mad pussy and he's a player and he's fucking bitches every week, you know, like, multiple bitches every week, then I think it's kind of smart for him to do that. He doesn't have time to write you, you know, a Dear John letter. And I also really hate to say this, but your friends absolutely were talking about it behind your back. Girlfriend, you were bamboozled, hoodwinked, led astray. But I digress. Um, Fuck him. But also, I'm going to take that. I'm going to take that little trick and, and use it in my own life. He was getting pressed, and he knows how to fucking get out of shit. And so... I probably need to send him some merch because without him, girl, you would not have been able to give me this amazing ass content for my show. So thank you, Brad. Let's listen to the next one. Hi, Sophia. So me and my boyfriend debate all the time whether saying the word female is kind of like offensive or derogatory. I get where he's coming from in the sense that, like, females is just, like, a word. It's a noun to describe women. It's just another way to describe women when you don't know if they're, like, a woman or a girl. That's always his argument. But for me, I feel like you can use females as an adjective sign, like a female nurse, a male nurse. But when you say, I hate it when females do this. I, it just feels wrong, and I don't know where to, like, I know, I think it's just, a, like, objectifying. I feel like it's a little objectifying. Yeah, that's all I have. I'll be having happy holidays. Okay, so using the word female, is it derogatory? Obviously, the way in which a word is used can make it derogatory or not. If you're checking the box at the DMV, saying you're a female and not a male, then, you know, that's obviously fine. Uh, If a dude is like, my fucking female was acting like a blank, then I see how it's totally inappropriate and not okay. And it's kind of interesting because, like, the word bitch and slut and hoe, those words were kind of intended to be used negatively, and, I mean, I guess not really bitch. Bitch is a female dog. Do you remember saying that when you were younger? 
Okay, but yes, a female dog. So yes, like these terms, they were intended to kind of, not kind of, but be derogatory. This word female, it's kind of just like over time become that thing because of the fucking patriarchy. Let's take it down. But I don't know. This is a tough one for me because... What it's doing is it is reducing you down to your reproductive system and your reproductive organs and your reproductive abilities. You know what I mean? Some people were not born with any of those things and still consider themselves a female type thing. And I think, you know, as time goes on, people are becoming more and more woke You heard that correctly. I just used the word woke. And so people are just, you know, as time progresses, we are paying attention more. And we're not putting up with as much shit. And, you know, slang is just always changing also. But that's kind of all I have to say about that. I feel like that was a completely ridiculous answer. I'm going to research this more and maybe elaborate on it because it is very interesting to me. Females are bad at driving, though. <laughs> okay, let's move it along. Okay, so see, I'm going to retell this story because I was kind of rambling on because I literally just hit a car as I was talking. Um, anyways, basically, I would like to speak on the topic of fucking guys. Let's just fucking ugly guys. Let's just fucking say it. I'm not going to lie to you. It is an enjoyable experience for this reason. When you fucking ugly guy, you feel so hot and there's no chance of you catching feelings because you don't want to fucking date an ugly guy. So you just can do whatever you want. You feel so confident. You're more likely to have an orgasm. You're more likely to fucking do anything. Have crazy wild ass sex. And it's amazing. I was like laughing the entire fucking time you were telling that story, girlfriend. Hey, Sophia just um, needed to leave another voicemail because I was rambling and I hit a car. Okay. (laughs) Girl, you are my soul sister and my spirit animal and my muse. Um, Fucking ugly, guys. I mean, my feeling on this is I have talked about this before. I have been told by, like, even close friends that fucking a guy you don't find attractive is the best sex because exactly like you said in the voicemail you are not worried about the way you look and impressing them and blah 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 because you're not attracted to them i will say though girls can still fall in love with the ugly guy i think that's like important to know fiona and shrek asmeralda and the hunchback of notre dame Let me know if you need any other peer-reviewed answers or examples, I mean. Also, I heard that if you're riding a guy, because the only way I've had an orgasm by being on top is I had to do the scoot it and boot it, you know, and not the up and down. And I heard that if the guy's like on the fatter end of the scale, that that kind of belly fat makes it easier for your clit to rub up against it so dad bods all day long or if it's like really next level and you are fucking repulsed by this guy just make him put a shirt on 
Okay, I'm fucking rambling, but just don't get too comfortable, girlfriend, because if he makes you come a certain amount of times, he's going to start looking hot, a little hotter and hotter every day. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, you got to tell me like how ugly on the ugly scale, one through 10, like, is it a Seth Rogen type thing? Because you guys are going to end up married. But anyways, thanks. I hope your car is okay. And that car as well. The wait is over. That's right. Season five of the Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. Skims, what can I tell ya? It really is just that good. I can't fight it. I can't deny it. All I can do is hop on board and share with the people I love, aka my family and you guys, the perfection that is Skims. Like Kim K just knows her shit and she's really proved it with Skims. Every single item I have tried has been the best I've ever tried in that category. Like whether it's underwear, loungewear, their famous t-shirt bras, Kimberly Kardashian, she just knows clothes, especially when it comes to the basics. My Skims cotton jersey t-shirt, probably the most worn item of clothing from my closet right now. The fit is insane. It snatches me right at the waist. And I mean, I've washed this thing over a hundred times, but the stretch and the shape, it still stays. I have it in the color Kyanite, which is this kind of earthy blue toned color. But really, I need it in every goddamn color because it is a staple in my wardrobe. I can lounge in it, which I do all the fucking time, wear it to a recording, or I could pair it with a baggy pant and heels and a little purse and look like the cutest thing ever for a night out. So you guys, shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know that I sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select my show in the drop down menu that follows. It means a lot to me and helps me so much. And with that, love you, Sloots. Hey, Sophia, I wrote a theme song for the show. Sophia with an F, yeah, baby. Sophia with an F, we are the Sloots. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. 
I am really at a loss for words. I'm not laughing at you. This is just, this is really something. Um, someone needs to call Scooter Braun because this this is the next big thing. Ariana Grande, watch the fuck out. But seriously, this is uh, this is the funniest shit I have ever fucking heard. And I am going to make it my ringtone. And thank you, bitch. Thank you, slew. Best Christmas gift ever. Ever. We aren't the suits. Okay, guys, that was honestly so much fun. I cannot wait to do it again. Thank you so much for calling in. I really had the best time listening to these voicemails. I was just sipping on wine uh, at, you know, midnight listening to these and having a blast. And I was like, holy shit, who needs friends? But I hope everyone has an amazing holiday and stays safe. I know this year has been fucking insane. And I just wanted to say that I am so proud of all of my sleuths for making it through. And thank you for sticking by me. For real, for real, for real. Uh, No matter what we went through, we are still here. And that's what fucking matters. And I seriously love you guys. And I don't want to be mushy, but I really do. Um, I also want to let you guys know that there won't be an episode next week, but I have a ton of shit planned for you guys for 2021. I'm so excited to continue on this journey with all of you, honestly, and I just, you know, really, really need a break, as I'm sure we all do. So I'll be going to Mexico with my mans and my family, and I love you, bitches. Also, guys, make sure to follow me on all of my socials. It's Sophia with an F, Franklin with a Y, and check out my merch. I actually have new merch coming out very, very soon, and I took forever being super obsessive compulsive about it and being the perfectionist that I am about it, and it's dope. It really, really is. You can find the merch at sophiafranklin.com and I will see you guys in the new fucking year. 